0: The six thirty Chad afternoon news with Jalen Nye weekdays at two on six thirty Chad. They fought and some died. Now it's our land. Look at his little child. There's no fear in her eyes. Could he not show respect for other dads who have died? Take two minutes. Would you mind? It's a pittance
1: of time For the boys and the girls who went home that, of course, is the voice of Canadian singer-songwriter Terry Kelly. You've likely heard that song, A Pittance of Time, a song to remind people to observe two minutes of silence on Remembrance Day. It came from an experience he had in a shop years ago. Terry is uh, n- not only a singer-songwriter, he's a strong advocate of the Canadian military through his songs and his time serving as a Royal Canadian Air Force Honorary Colonel of a 14-wing Green Wood, and Terry Kelly joins me this afternoon. Hi, Terry. Hey, Jalen. How are you doing? I'm good. It's nice to, it's nice to talk to you, and uh, I have to tell you that every time we approach Remembrance Day, everyone always asks me on my text line, have you heard the song, A Pittance of Time? Can you play it?
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Now, before, before you get into your uh, doing your thing, which you do so well, do your listeners know that you are a are an, uh, you're an honorary colonel with the Canadian military?
1: Yeah. Yep. They, do. they don't know.
0: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please meet your your local a uh, former honorary colonel yeah. of what was your what was your? No,
1: I still am a four hundred and eight. Oh, you still are. Yeah, I've got another two oh. years. You're stuck with me another two years, Terry.
0: Oh, good. I thought, boy, I thought you I thought you had retired from that.
1: No, 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 no. Um, two more years. Okay, well, I'll interview you on another time So I'll retake my seat.
0: There we go. Carrie,
1: okay. I have to ask you, you know that your song A Pittance of Time really seems to have become an anthem for Canadians as we head into Remembrance Day. Did you expect that? Did you did you were you surprised at the reaction of Canadians when when it uh, went out on the airwaves when you released it?
0: But you know, I, I was, I was surprised. I mean, when I wrote, that song, when I first started writing that song, it was a Chris. It was, I was working on it as a Christmas song, mm. and then, and then, you know, everything started to unfold in Afghanistan. And uh, I was, you know, I've always been doing some work with the military, and it just came to mind that maybe uh, I should write a song. And I tried a whole bunch of different things. Long story short, the music that I was using for the Christmas song ended up feeling that like it fit this story. Mm-hmm. It was just a feeling of it, you know. Uh, so I never really expected that. And in fact, Jalen, we had sent this song around to radio stations to different people and oh, yeah, nice, nice. Until the video broke, mm-hmm. uh, it was it was somewhat dormant, you know? Mm-hmm. So when the video broke then everything went wild. Uh, which was and, and and it's it's a real gift because uh, it's a song that it's played in elementary schools, yeah. it's played in churches, it's played in workplaces, it's played for seniors, for you know every element of the military, um, and so it's one of those things that it's a dream come true for a songwriter that covers every demographic, and <laughs> it renews itself every year.
1: Terry, um, tell us, I know there's some folks out there that know the history of this song, but it was based on an experience you had. Can you tell us about that? Sure.
0: Well, I, and I'll preface, by, preface it by saying that when I, I went to a school for the blind in Halifax, Nova Scotia, and at that time it was in the 60s, and so most of my teachers and house parents, the people who took care of us after school, were former Army, Air Force, Navy people. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so they were my surrogate parents because I'm from Newfoundland. I was going to school in Nova Scotia, and I was away from home nine months of the year. So these people were my parents. And the greatest gift they gave me was because of what they'd seen in their lives uh, overseas, Korean War, a couple from the First World War at the time, and then the Second World War, a lot to them. Uh, they never babied us overprotected us as kids who were blind or partially sighted, and they held us accountable, and they said to us, in a sense, you're blind, get over it. But they didn't just say, get over it. They showed us how mm-hmm. to be aware of our other gifts, which made being blind no big deal. So, so so, I'm in the, my wife and I were on our way to the cenotaph on November 11th, and she had, had just had an, a knee operation. And we said, well, we should probably get a set of crutches or a cane to lean on uh, while we're going through the ceremony. And we got stuck in traffic. Long story short, we end up at the drugstore where we're going to rent some, uh, some you know, system stuff. And it was 5 to 11. We said, oh, we're going to miss it. Mm. So about one minute to 11, lo and behold, the manager of the store, she decided to invite all the, you know, all the customers and her staff to join her for two minutes of silence in honor of our veterans and peacemakers. So 11 o'clock comes. The place goes dead Quiet couldn't hear a thing, except one man who had something in his hand, because I I, I, I don't see, so don't, I'm not sure what it was, but he was pointing at something else, apparently, he said, no, no, I don't want that one, I want this one here, and the young clerk behind this the counter was speaking softer to try him you know, uh, him I, I guess to inspire him to not speak so loudly, but it didn't work, he kept talking loudly, so I put my finger to my lips about 20 seconds in, and I go, shh. And I don't think he was really impressed, but <laughs> as he was leaving the store, unbeknownst to me, to this point, there was a little girl, eight nine years old, with him, and she said, "Daddy, that was embarrassing. You were supposed to be quiet during mm-hmm. that time." Mm-hmm. And I thought, "Holy smokes!" Yeah, the power. And when I speak in schools, which I do, I, I you know I've spoken in thousands of schools over the years, and I um, I always talk to children about. You know, heroes are people who save lives. Heroes are soldiers and and Air Force people and Navy people. I said, but heroes begin growing at five, four or five years old. And I said there are seeds of kindness at, um, and all the other good things that we that we like to do in our lives inside of each of us. And like a plant, we n- nurture them by doing good. And eventually, you might be in a heroic place to actually save a life. But in the meantime. You're a hero with a please and a thank you, mm-hmm. and holding a door and all of that. So, there you go,
1: Terry Kelly, of course, singer-songwriter, uh, the writer and singer of "Pittance of Time" and honorary colonel in the Canadian Air Force. Terry, um, yeah, when that song when that song came together for you, like, when did you go home, sit down, start writing, or did it kind of mull around, roll around in your head for a while?
0: Well, I, the, the, the the title fortunately came to me. Um just I you, know, I you know, when I write so I what I like to do I, I like to find the, the I use the I write the music, get a template, and then I start filling in the template uh with phrases. Some people can write a poem mm-hmm. and then they fill the music in. So but I like to I like to have the song and I also like to have a hook line. So somehow um I heard a few years ago someone said, It's just a pittance for heaven's sakes. <laughs> and and it sounded to me, it just it was just kind of stayed in the recess of my mind, and then it came to pass. And I just said, "It's a pittance of time," mm. and and this was inspired, of course, by this man in the drugstore who couldn't take even you know twenty seconds. Yeah. So uh, so then so then I then uh, Jalen, what I had to do was I played it for a few people, and I I realized that I had to speak to veterans, uh, legionnaires serving, people who are serving, because as I wrote the song, I wanted to make sure that everybody felt they were included. Mm -hmm. So I take it to different people from different areas of of military, you know, former and even cadets. And I said, do you feel that you're being um, represented here? And lots of people said, no. So if you change this little thing here, then I will feel that I'm represented. So I did a lot of research. And when I first started writing music, way back was always, Oh, she left me. Baby, baby, why? (laughs) 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 So, so, and I've written a lot of music since then uh, by doing research, which is a... Yes, great.
1: You (laughs) you have a couple of other uh, songs out right now, um, including one called uh, Always There, one called Portraits of Honor, again, honoring our our military members, our first responders. Terry, can you hold the line for just a second? We can talk about that when we come back. Terry Kelly joining me this afternoon on 6.30 Chet Afternoons.
0: There are moments in time That are clear in our minds And hard to define Determine our lives Ask soldiers why they go there They'd say you'd have to be there Even though some comrades die They'll be forever young In the portraits of
1: that is Terry Kelly's, uh, one of his new songs called uh, Portraits of Honor, and I'm, I'm honored to have Terry Kelly joining me this afternoon. Terry, you sang that song, you performed this song in Ottawa in August when the government moved and rededicated the um, Afghanistan um, memorial. What was that like for you?
0: Oh, that was, um, it was a, an incredibly moving experience uh, because... Uh, at that um, ceremony, there were uh, probably 120 of the families mm-hmm. of, of the fallen, which you know, I mean, that, that, that's a lot of people who were who were who are, who are experiencing and remembering their their well, children, really. Yeah. I mean, young young. I mean, of course, there were some older people. You know, some people maybe not older, but in their 30s. But there were a lot of people, you know, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, mm-hmm. twenty early. Just young. In fact, my wife. Three. There are three people in that um, in that group of videos that you saw or mm-hmm. pictures. Three of them were my my wife's former students.
1: Oh my gosh! School. Yeah.
0: Oh, wow. But uh, but anyway, at the, at the ceremony it was, it was amazing, and I, I, I I'll tell you this really quickly. I was sitting next to a mother who was a Silver Cross mother for this year, whose name escapes me unfortunately, mm-hmm. but. Um, Anyway, she was sitting there, and I asked her about, you know, her her son, and I didn't know anything about it, and she said, um, I said, so, you know, how did he how, was he, how did he die? And she said, well, he died at home mm. uh, because he committed suicide, and um, it took, uh, you know, it, things move slowly sometimes, yeah. but it took about uh, 2017 to have him actually recognized as one of the Fallen mm. as a result of you know what happened uh, in Afghanistan. So people like her, their you know her children, her son, and other young people like that, uh, finally now they are recognized as active. You know, their their death is a result of of being um, being servants or
1: serving the country. It's a big one. Yeah, absolutely. Your work uh, with the, uh, with uh, your music over the years, and uh, you have another song out, it's called Always There. It's uh, uh, been produced for servicemen, women, and, and first responders. I'll play some of that coming up a little bit later on in my show, but before we run out of time, I want to ask you this. And yeah. it's, you know, over the years, you, you've traveled, you were in Afghanistan, I think for some Team Canada trips, you've performed in front of uh, Silver Cross families, you've... Um, You've, um, you've served um, as, a, as an honorary colonel. You've done all of these things. What do you take away uh, about our, our military families, about our, our veterans, about our serving members through all of that?
0: Well, you know, what? When, when, when I talk to school children about a pittance, of, I use a pittance of time in every one of my school print presentations, and the reason I do that because I talk about heroes, and so I always make reference to the servicemen and women, but I always say that the families who are left at home are heroes mm-hmm. because they have to endure uh, you know, all the different stresses and emotions and anxiety uh, that, are, that are you know having their, their families away. Um, so... So heroes come in different forms as children, as families, as servicemen and women, uh- I I don't know if I'm answering your
1: question. That's okay. That's okay. I know it can be a bit of a a, a tough question there. And, you know, just a couple of texts that have come in uh, while we've been talking. It says, you know what, Jay, in 1980 I played hockey in PEI. We had a tournament in Bedford, Quebec. We traveled by train, and Terry was with us. I was 13 or 14 years of age, and I thought, what an amazing man. Then at 18 I saw him at the Kensington Club for a New Year's levy. Then I knew he was an amazing man. I heard he played and sang on the train. It was one of my late father's, Hollis Graham's, Time on this earth, earth and this texture says, Thank you, Terry.
0: Oh, well, thank you, because that train trip is a uh, it's it's a landmark in my life. It was a lot of fun.
1: Well, and there's another yeah. one. David from Lamont texted in and said that he had met uh, you at his hometown of Dominion in Cape Breton, as well as seeing him perform at many venues in Nova Scotia. Again, he says, you're a truly amazing guy. And he says, you were actually dating a friend of his at the time, but I'm going to leave it at that. We can talk about that next time we see each other, Terry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for this, friend. We'll, we'll see you in a few months, okay? Indeed. All right. Take care. (laughs) Terry Kelly joining me this afternoon. A Pittance of Time is the song of his that always gets played around this time of year. You can check it out.